Author Ray Bradbury once said, Write a short story every week. It's not possible to write 52 bad short stories in a row. In this podcast, we'll find out if he was right and what we can learn from writing a lot of short stories in a short period of time. My name's Katina French. I'm a best-selling published author of steampunk, space opera, and paranormal romance. In 2020, I'm taking Bradbury up on his challenge. Each episode, I'll share this week's story and what I've learned in the process. Welcome to the Bradbury Experiment. This week's story is a tale of a friendly ghost, or a ghostly friend. While lots of writers like to say they haunt coffee shops, our characters are taking that metaphor literally. Please enjoy Friendless. Friendless. You need a friend who's not dead, Melody. Gracie was sitting cross-legged on the top of her music box. Because she was a transparent ghost, it was really more hovering than sitting, but that was just semantics. I have friends who aren't in your situation. Mel held her phone out in front of her, a dead Bluetooth earpiece in one ear. It made having a conversation in a public coffee shop with someone who no one else could see a little less weird. Oh, really? Name one. Mel began ticking off names on the fingers of her other hand. Gina, Dan, Kara. Name one you actually spent time with in the past year. Mel stuttered a few times, trying to come up with a name, then shut her mouth. Look, it's been a crazy year. People are busy. I've been busy. Gracie placed a hand over her friends on the cafe table. She meant it as a comfort, but she couldn't help but notice the goosebumps and the small shiver. She'd stuck around because Mel had lost her best friend and her fiancé within a month of each other. But it was time. At first, she felt like she was helping Mel through her grief. Now, it just felt like she was a constant reminder of it. Look, I'm ready to move on. And ready or not, it's time for you to move on. Tears filled Mel's eyes. She took a deep breath and nodded. Is there something you need me to do? Gracie smiled. The music box. I think if you destroy it, I'll cross over. I'll go where I belong. Oh, Gracie. I've been so selfish. I should have let you go months ago. I, I guess I was just hoping for some kind of closure. The EMTs never even recovered your body. It's okay, Mel. I get it. Mel shook her head, curls bouncing. I, I don't think I can do it, G. It would, it would feel like killing you. Gracie frowned. She had figured this might be a problem. Fortunately, she'd already come up with a plan. A young guy was walking past their table, distractedly staring at his phone. She lurched at him, her transparent body passing through his solid one. He staggered, leaned, and crashed into the table. The fragile ceramic music box hit the hard tiles, shattering into pieces. Melody gasped. And 20 miles away, in a long-term care facility, Jane Doe gasped and opened her eyes. I hope you enjoyed this flash piece. It features two characters, Melody and Grace, who kept turning up in short pieces when I first started writing fiction. I kept telling myself that I wanted to write a whole novel, or even a series of novels, featuring Melody, who is a part-time hairdresser and part-time psychic, and her best friend Gracie, who's a ghost. I decided pretty early on, though, that Gracie wasn't actually dead. Like Reese Witherspoon's character in the rom-com Just Like Heaven, 
she's actually in a coma. Sorry for spoiling a movie that came out in 2005. Honestly, if you missed this piece of peak Mark Ruffalo cuteness, that's on you. But over time, Melody and Grace never quite made it to the top of my works in progress list, and I realized that I wasn't so much excited about telling a whole novel's worth of story about them, much less the whole cozy mystery series I'd been considering. I really wanted to jump ahead to the big reveal, the twist that Grace is alive. What I learned from this week's story is that it's important to know what you want to get out of a particular project, and if it can be accomplished in a hundred words of flash fiction, go ahead and write that version and see if that doesn't exercise a story that's been haunting your ideas file for way too long. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Bradbury Experiment. You can visit my website at thatdarncat.com, thatdarncatwithak.com, to see show notes and more information about my other work. And if you're interested in doing a Bradbury experiment of your own, let me know. You can find me on Twitter at Cat French or on Instagram as Katina French.